everybody. I'm Kelly Ellers. I'm Jeffrey Lennon. And this is Volume Up by the T's. So we're coming in crackling, snap, crackling, popping hot today, Jeff. There is a trend Ugh. that is going to make all of the hairs on the back of your neck. I'm already unwell. Blonde, newly colored blonde or not. They're going to rise. Okay. This little trend is called hair cracking. Ugh. It's one of TikTok's latest fascinations, and it sounds as horrific as it is, but we thought our listeners needed to know. <laughs> Do we? You know, there's a lot of things. I, I don't feel like I needed to know. I'm so horrified. <laughs> It's so upsetting, but please go on. Okay. So we had, you know, the hair popping, which was a viral thing where you just pop, make the noise. Hair cracking is uh, actually pretty jarring um, because it's where people rapidly pull on the root of the hair, leading to a popping sensation. We don't like that at all. The popping sensation is an audible noise when produced the Galea apneurotica separates from the underlying tissue. Mm -hmm. I mean, who is so bored that we are going around yanking people's hair to hear the noise? <sighs> but apparently there's a generation out there that's living for this. Yeah, I want to pull my skin off. I cannot even <laughs> handle this. It's so disturbing. Okay, the good news is, is that anyone can do it. It doesn't matter your hair type, Jeff. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Although I don't know if you could... Because your hair is so short, so you might be safe. This sounds like a terrible prank. Anyway, there's a lot of risks, similar to cracked knuckles. Oh. There's no clinical benefits. It actually hurts, and it inflames the blood vessels that run below your skin. And need I go on? Just don't indulge the talk by looking at this. Please don't. And feeding it into our algorithms. Yeah, I could do for less of this. I'd take a food... <laughs> trend related hair color story yeah cottage cheese what like hot chip challenge like give me any of that any day <laughs> give that over okay hair cracking and scalp popping i'm so i can't even i'm glad you brought it to my attention you're welcome i'm sorry to all of our listeners for having done that to you <laughs> Um, but you did, Kelly, you're, we needed to know. The world needed to know. This is something that's happening out there. Mostly if you see somebody do it, go smack them upside the head. Something's wrong. <laughs> Strongly discourage them. All right. Moving on from that lovely trend. On our last episode, we talked with Lindsay Rumpel. Mm. Lindsay has extensive work experience in the beauty industry and is currently the vice president for Hotheads Hair Extensions at Beauty Industry Group. She's been with the brand since 2021. Previously, she held positions at Joico and Hinkle as the Director of Business Development and Senior Director of Business Development, respectively, from 2006 to 2021. Make sure that you subscribe, rate, and review, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok, at Read the Tees, and in send in questions, no videos of hair popping, to volume up at thetees.com. <laughs> Don't you dare. Don't you dare tag us in any hair popping scalp. <laughs> 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 This week, we're talking with Kelsey Garofalo. Kelsey is the co-founder of Art.KG, an entrepreneur and a hair artist. She and her husband, James, combined their passion and vision to give birth to Art.KG, a hair care line designed with a singular mission to unleash the inner artist residing in each of us. More than just a brand, it encapsulated their shared dream. James brought the strategic drive while Kelsey poured in her deep-rooted expertise, ensuring that every product not only catered to the functional needs of hair care, but also nurtured the artist within. Their debut product, which features a unique cleansing serum that serves as both a shampoo and a concentrated scalp oil, paves the way for future innovation in the beauty and hair space. 
Plus, they've got a tagline that is out of this world. Ooh. We'll get to it when we're talking. It caught our eye at Cosmoproth Las Vegas, and that is why they joined us in the podcast. It's that good. Can't wait. All right. So, you know, in weeks past, we covered New York Fashion Week pretty extensively, and we're rounding out most of the fashion weeks across the globe. Mm-hmm. And we want to talk a little bit about Milan Fashion Week. I mean, Italy is the fashion capital, right? And let's just say they maybe do it. They do it up a notch. The street style was incredible. I feel like wouldn't not be a dream to be captured. And I I feel like there's nothing that I wear that would warrant being captured in this way. Mm -hmm. But I mean, yeah, everybody here just killing it in Italy. Milan doing the damn thing. I love especially the hair. People are really making an effort to accessorize the hell out of their hair these days. Agree. It's not enough to sort of peacock with the clothes, which is so fun. That's a great point. I think that, you know, we are seeing a lot more attention to those details, hair, nails. I mean, we're seeing braids, we're seeing bows everywhere. We're talking about cropped haircuts. So it was definitely part of the look. Mm-hmm. I feel like more so than in years past. Yeah, the clips and the embellishments and the sparkle. It's so interesting that like we're really embracing maximalism, it seems, like in in all aspects, which is interesting. Kind of down for that, just saying. <laughs> I mean, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. I say with like zero hair on my head, where I'm embracing a minimalism, you're embracing maximalism, and that's why it works. <laughs> the yin to my yang, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> I often think sometimes too in the street styles, I'm like, which one? Of, I play this little game. Which one of these would I actually wear? Yeah, that's. And sometimes I can come up with like one, maybe two. But kudos to everyone for putting together the looks because that's a that's an effort in itself just to walk about Fashion Week wherever you are. Well, let's talk a little bit about things that are trending on our sites back in the States. Uh, our editorial team has been hard at work this week uncovering industry news, looking into trends and diving into brands that you don't know but should. And here are some of our favorite headlines. We just talked about scalp care mm-hmm. in a roundabout way in terms of why people might be doing the scalp popping, which again makes my skin crawl and the hair cracking. Um, but you know, it's big business for hair care these days. Um, Danny Austin's Divi hair products are now available at Ulta Beauty, which is an article that we're going to talk about. Major congrats are in order for influencer and hair care entrepreneur Danny Austin. Her scalp and hair care brand Divi recently announced a major expansion into Ulta Beauty stores nationwide. As of last week, Divi's impressive lineup of clean hair and scalp products are now available at over 1,200 stores. From the brand's beloved hair vitamins to its cult favorite scalp serum, which sold out in just two hours after launching, Ulta shoppers can finally snag all of their Divi hair care favorites while still racking up those ultimate reward points. Oh, and if you're new to the brand, you'll be happy to know that all of Divi's offerings are certified under all five pillars of conscious beauty at Ulta. And Divi's recent partnership with Ulta marks a significant milestone for the brand, not only reflecting its exceptional growth trajectory, but also highlighting its commitment to delivering effective and consciously made hair care solutions. Head to thedees.com to learn more about Divi and its Ulta partnership. We're not going to talk about hair popping, scalp cracking, no, and any of those things. But I do want to know, I mean, we've seen Divi now and a bunch of other brands expand their portfolios to include scalp care as its focus. Mm-hmm. Are you keeping up on scalp care? Are you, oh, you are. You're yes, nodding emphatically. I, you know, I fully believe in healthy scalp nurtures healthy hair. And it's so interesting to me, like, why now this is just a thing, like, The pores on our face, we've been paying attention to them meticulously with a regimen out the wazoo, right? Mm -hmm. But now we're just now thinking about 
the follicles on our head. And so I'm here for it. I think it's a very, very important part of the overall routine. And I might just try some Divi if it ever comes back in stock. (laughs) Boom. Loving that. All right. Next up, Cosmoprof hair pros share what they really think about cosmetology school. While cosmetology school is essential for licensure, it's not without its problems. Oftentimes, education surrounding the styling of textured hair or even new techniques tends to be lacking in the curriculums of many beauty schools. The good news is that even after you receive your license, the learning doesn't end. After all, the hair industry is constantly changing, so there's always new skills to be gained. Here, Cosmoprof artistic members John Carlos de la Cruz and Brenda Espinosa reflect on their experiences with cosmetology school, sharing what they learned, what they wish they learned, and how school is just the beginning of a lifelong journey. Considering that De La Cruz and Espinosa have been able to build successful careers post-cosmetology school, you'll definitely want to take note of what they have to say. Head to thetees.com to read their insights. Isn't this interesting, though? We hear about this very thing on this podcast. I mean, almost all of our guests saying when they've gone to beauty school that you can't look at it as if you're going to learn everything or that you should. And there's a lot of that that's coming back in this article. What do you think about this? Yeah, I think it's interesting. I mean... Has beauty school, cosmetology school education evolved much in 20 or 30 or 40 years? I don't know that answer, but I feel as a bit of an outsider, insider, outsider, that it needs to, right? Mm. Even things like we're not teaching all the ins and outs about the variety of textured hair, how to make sure that you are a hairdresser for all hair types. So really interesting. It is definitely a lifelong journey. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And this article was especially enlightening. But I mean, again, we hear this from so many of our podcast guests. I know. That this is really just the start. So get into that article and let us know what you think about it. Mm -hmm. Last but not least, big news coming from Amika. Uh, The article is called Amika Launches First Ever Experiential Event Offering Education and Self-Care to Hairstylists. Picture this, a four-day getaway that takes you back to the blissful summer camp days of your youth, All the sleepaway classics are there, bonfires, s'mores, crafting, swimming, and kayaking. Plus, as an exciting twist, Mm -hmm. there's access to top-shelf hair education to help take your skills to the next level. Sound too good to be true? It's not. Allow us to introduce you to Amika's first-ever experiential event for professional stylists, Camp Amika. Taking place on October 1st through the 4th at Cedar Lake's estate in Port Jervis, New York, this transformative stylist only experiences basically the ultimate combination of hair education and the wellness retreat of your dreams. Camp Amico will feature an array of enriching opportunities to elevate stylists' crafts and allow them to connect with like-minded professionals, immerse themselves in Amica's vibrant brand culture, and indulge in self-care amid the scenic beauty of the Hudson Valley. Head to thetees.com to get the full scoop on Camp Amica. And stay tuned to our upcoming episodes because we may just be having a guest on who's going to share more about all things Amika, including Camp Amika, um, but no spoilers. So you're going to have to come back and listen. Come back and listen. My question. Look, we're not hairstylists, but don't you want to go to Camp Amika? 100%. 200% I want to (laughs) go. I was sold on Hudson Beauty, like Hudson Valley Beauty. Let's go. I mean, come get a breath of fresh hair. Like, yes. It's genius. I love all the things you're doing. Amika does a pop-up, does an event. Mwah, chef's kiss. So I bet it's going to be quite incredible. Plus the ghost stories. Ooh. I don't know. Do people tell <laughs> ghost stories that can't? Are you a scaredy cat? I am. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. <laughs> As always, so much going on over at thetees.com. Thank you to our hardworking editors. We are proud to publish stories that salon pros and consumers care about. Next up, Jeff's interview with Kelsey Garofalo, the co-founder of Art.kg. 
In the heart of Colorado Springs, Colorado, a unique and innovative hair care story unfolds, centered around a dynamic husband and wife couple, James and Kelsey Garofalo. Their combined passion and vision gave birth to Art KG, a hair care line designed with a singular mission to unleash the inner artist residing in each of us. Kelsey's journey with hair began at a remarkably young age. By 19, she was already diving deep into the world of hairstyling, demonstrating an uncanny knack for the craft. With every twist, turn, and color, she painted stories that resonated deeply with her clientele. With the help of her husband, James, a serial entrepreneur and ever the visionary, they're bringing Kelsey's talent to a wider audience. The result was Art KG. More than just a brand, it encapsulated their shared dream. James brought the strategic drive while Kelsey poured in her deep-rooted expertise, ensuring that every product not only catered to the functional needs of hair care, but also nurtured the artist within. Together, James and Kelsey have cultivated a brand that aims to transcend hair care, their debut product, which features a unique cleansing serum that serves as both a shampoo and concentrated scalp oil, paves the way for future innovation in the beauty and hair space. Kelsey, welcome to the Volume Up podcast. How's it going? Hi, I'm so excited to be here. It's going good. Excellent. Thank you for having me. Oh my God, no, we are thrilled to have you. Um, I will just say it from the top. I was hooked by your husband and partner. Spoiler, we're going to get into that. When we met at Cosmoprof in Vegas, uh, there was a sign for Runny Poo, and I could not avoid speaking with him. We're going to get into that. Um, genius stroke of marketing. Um, but before we do that, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? How did you get into beauty? Our listeners always love to hear this. Yeah. So I actually have been now doing hair for almost 15 years. And so we go back to probably fourth grade. I knew that I wanted to be doing hair and I stuck with it all these years and all my years through school. And actually to this day, I still love it. So I'm glad it actually worked out. But I grew up uh, in a small farm town in Iowa and had all my cousins and my siblings to play with hair and just be creative. And so it just kind of spun out from there. Oh, I love that. Um, especially when people know from an early age, that's always fun. We've heard every sort of entry point into beauty from our guests, but I love when people actually know from the jump um, and pursue that. So what was that like then? Uh, fourth grade, you have this sort of feeling like I'm going to do hair. Um, did you know what that pathway was going to be like? Were your parents supportive of a career in hair? Oftentimes we hear people are are not. I'd love to, to understand that from, from your end. Yeah, no, that's so true. And I think that the whole cosmetic world has changed so much because before it was like, oh, you know, you're going to go do that, yeah. you know, or how, how are you going to make a living doing that? You know, mm -hmm. um, I think it's so cool because absolutely my parents stood behind. They were so supportive from day one. Uh, I mean, of course, in fourth grade, I don't think I knew like what beauty school <laughs> I was going to go to and where I was going to end up. But I knew it was probably going to be local. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think by the time I got into my teenage years, um, really started researching the different cosmetology schools because we didn't i think now in some schools you there's trades you can do while you're in high school we didn't have that option so mm -hmm. i just jumped in after high school and yeah about 13 months of of schooling and i was set on my way and i jumped right into a salon afterwards and actually shortly after that um met a man who now is my business partner <laughs> and um found a salon out here and yeah ever since just been been doing it Amazing. Uh, well, let's get into that. I mean, it's quite a leap to go from stylist uh, behind the chair into someone who's developing a brand. Um, what was that process like along the way uh, in terms of like 
Was there mentorship? Were you sort of just jumping into things and trial and error? Uh, before we get into the actual brand, I just like that mindset shift is is a big one. Yeah, yeah. I know. I do actually like to talk about this because it it never. I mean, I can remember me and my really good friend um, would would go into our mom's bathrooms and we'd be little chemists mixing up little products and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't ever know, and it never was like in the forefront knowing I'm I want to I want to start a product line. This is what I want to do. It actually just kind of was turn of events. I think that happened. Um, I had been at a salon for twelve years. Um, I think within the last five years of that, just things were changing in life. I was growing and I was just like, is there more, Mm. you know, I'm doing someone's hair. I know I like, I enjoy making people feel good and feel um, special and um, embracing their natural beauty and stuff. But I just, I wanted to go deeper. And my husband had started up a um, mental health clinic and he had then actually um, sold the clinic and he's like, Hey, like kind of turn more inward. Like I see you have this potential. Mm-hmm. What else could you do? So, you know, like I said, the salon that I was at for 12 years was closing. I was like, I could start a new salon. There was just so many things happening. And it's funny. I think we just, we call it an art project. We literally just started, you know, just talking about products and what what could we do and what could we put in them and what purpose would they have? And it just kind of spiraled from there. Uh, well, that's kind of the perfect segue into the brand, which is called Art KG. Can we talk a little bit about how, how did that name come to to fruition? Um, yeah, no, I think art as an artist and then the KG is uh, Kelsey Garofalo. So it's just my name. Um, so I think, you know, I, I probably midway through probably like six years into my career, I remember somebody calling me a hair artist instead of a hairstylist. Mm. And I think that just really stuck with me um, because we are being creative in these ways. And even outside of just, you know, not being behind the chair. And I think this day and age too, like the way we market and the way we have to do all the other stuff, not just doing stuff, you know, on one person. (laughs) So yeah, that's kind of how I got the name. Oh, it's such a fun one. Um, and the through line is there. So that's always exciting. Um, in terms of my angle is always like the marketing of things and love to hear a good brand story. Uh, so you mentioned sort of like amateur chemistry stuff, mixing some things along the way. Um, how did you know what you were going to offer in terms of, uh, of this brand? Like, was it always going to be the sort of signature, which we'll get to at the moment? Or was it like you thought you would do something else and you sort of landed on what you've got uh, in terms of on the market now? Yeah. Um, from, you know, trying hundreds of different products, um, you know, I remember first getting out of beauty school, deciding if I was going to go behind the chair and and work on clients and, or I really had an interest in maybe even like representing a product company. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a quage at the time. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it or not. Oh, we we are yep, very familiar. It's a big, big trade show, and I just like fell in love. And um, of course, I obviously took the the behind the chair route. And I think, gosh, it's just kind of my lifestyle. You know, I got into fitness, I got into health, mm-hmm. um, and so it started to becoming so important to me. And from my genetics and my family, there is hair loss, and I think I lost a lot of confidence. Like I had to be this person that had this gorgeous hair, you know, it was such an image thing. I know I, mm-hmm. I myself have gotten caught into like, okay, I don't, you know, you as the person that's going to be doing your hair. Oh, for sure. So I think I found 
that I wanted to start with, you know, the foundation, right? Mm. I didn't need to jump into doing color and all this other stuff. If we can't keep our scalp and our hair clean and on a good growth, you know, cycle, then, you know, we're constantly just moving backwards, trying to fix it. Well, that's such an important place to start. Uh, Let's talk about, if you could, for somebody who has no idea what Art KG is, give us like 30 seconds. Like I am familiar with the product line, but our listeners might not be. Um, And let's do that before we get into the nitty gritty. Yeah. So uh, we are a startup uh, product line um, out of Colorado, Colorado Springs. And um, we have our two debut products. So we have a cleansing scalp serum and the therapeutic um, conditioning treatment. And then actually we just launched our scalp brush as well. So we add that to it. Um, but yeah, we are a clean line focusing on scalp health and honestly just embracing and empowering uh, people, women, men, um, everybody um, to be accepted and and just to take care of themselves and give themselves some self-care. Mm, I love that. Uh, I think you're one of the first brands that have really embraced this linkage between scalp and hair health. Um, it's sort of come now to a little bit more of the forefront, but it, it hadn't always been the case. Um, so, I mean, you had mentioned sort of genetics and confidence issues. Um, what are, you know, things that your brand is is trying to solve for with some of the formulations? Yeah. So I think first and foremost is going with something that's clean and that's not going to be putting extra toxins and stuff in your hair. So of course we left all the icky stuff out now, which is becoming <laughs> more and more popular, right? Yeah. Yep. Thankfully. Like if it doesn't say something like can't do it, but you know, I like to say shampooing for your gut is just as much as on the outside. So everything that's going inside our bodies is so important. And so, um, yeah, I think just with some of these natural botanicals and stuff, like that is just helping the hair cycle stay um, on track. And of course, you know, we can't say we're medically treating or anything like that, but um, I just wanted to go back to, yeah, some of the natural basics and it's been working. <laughs> yeah, working it has. Um, talk to us a little bit about scalp enhancing technology. What are we referring to? Um, are those some of those botanicals that you're mentioning? Yeah, yeah. So some of the natural botanicals that we have, um, like the quinoa protein, red clover, green tea extract. Actually, we've even put in a topical probiotic, which is something I had never seen in, in hair care products. So no. um, just trying, you know, we are on this whole cycle right now. You know, we're all into trends and stuff like that. And I believe that everyone's chemistry is so different. So, you know, I wanted this product to be for um, for everybody. And I, I, and I understand it won't be for everybody. But at the same time, everybody has a scalp, regardless if you have hair or not. And so all these good ingredients can still do the same for everybody, you know, and that's what we wanted. Yeah, I love that. We recently had a guest come on um, who was talking about the microbiome as it pertains to acne um, and things that people don't necessarily associate in terms of good and bad bacteria. Um, So, so interesting to hear that you guys have probiotics within your formulation, because I think people are now talking about more and more these linkages um, that hadn't really been addressed previously. So shout out to you guys for being at the forefront of that. With these products, what could a stylist who's behind the chair working with their clients expect? I mean, should they be using them behind the chair with their clients? Or is this something that they would advise their clients to take and use at home? Yeah, no, absolutely. So something I love and I've been using behind the chair too, is we're all kind of starting to get into like scalp treatments at the salon. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's an awesome tool to use in between services, before a service, after a service. 
this is definitely more of a clean type product. And so I've definitely found more useful before you um, are going to color the hair or maybe mm-hmm. change the hair in some way. Like let's let's start with a fresh palette, you know, first, but also definitely take home, you know, maintaining good hair care products um, and and routine at home is is key. You know, you can't wait till every time you go into the salon, no. <laughs> especially if you only know six, six months out of the year. <laughs> Uh, ding, ding, ding. Uh, so I, I'm curious, if I were to use these products at home, how often would you guys recommend that I'm using the treatments? So the cool thing is I wanted a small piece of my expertise to like, or anybody behind the chair as a stylist would know too, to somebody could take that home, especially if they weren't buying the products from the salon, you know, then maybe they just saw it online. Mm-hmm. On our website, we actually have a quiz and it's a recommended hair regimen. <laughs> Which is so cool. Um, I, I always recommend feedback because like I said, everybody's body chemistry is so different. And even after you start using a product for so long, maybe things can change mm-hmm. for the better. And so it can be used daily and it can be used if you maybe are a, a one once a week shampoo or, you know, washer. So it's, it's very versatile. You can use it in different ways. Uh, I love that. Well, I got to take the the quiz and report back um, because I'm very interested. Yeah. And it's it's short. So don't, (laughs) it's short, like, you know, no stress. No, not a lengthy thing. Uh, Not a big time commitment. Love that. Uh, So I had mentioned at the very top of this conversation that my exposure to your brand came from Cosmoprof Vegas. Um, I was walking by a booth and met your husband slash partner and saw a sign (laughs) <laughs> referencing runny poo um and this is you know in the website in terms of some some call outs what are we talking about um runny poo has you know some associations generally not hair forward so would love to, to understand what that's about please yeah yeah no i think <laughs> going into a big show like that you know we kind of were like how can we you know show up and really get people's attention and so we kind of just started as this marketing thing and turned into a campaign, which then in turn has really actually gotten people, well, yeah, to get interested and ask the questions. Um, it was it was interesting asking grown adults um, if they have any too. Yeah. But um, so what it is actually is our cleansing scalp serum. And that's kind of that unique product that we have. And what it is, is we have the cleansing properties in the shampoo. So we're using it to cleanse, Mm -hmm. but also adding in what some people would replace as maybe their scalp oil or treatments, um, all those natural botanicals that we put in. And so doing that, we wanted a very thin consistency. So it's very runny Mm -hmm. um, so that it can go directly and be applied to the scalp. We can, you know, most of the time we're just washing our hair. We're not actually getting all the way to the scalp. Mm -hmm. So we wanted that consistency there. And so hence the runny shampoo. Runny poo. Love that. You heard it here, guys. Uh, All right. So talk to us a little bit about where people can find this. Um, So where is the product line offered? Um, What is preferred from the brand heads? Um, Where could people pick it up? Yeah, absolutely. So so online, uh, www.artkg.com. Right there. We also um, are on Amazon. Um, you can find us actually in some local salons, med spas, and boutiques actually locally right here in Colorado as well. So, yeah. Amazing. Uh, if our audience out there, pro stylists, are interested in trying some of these things, maybe before they're offering them as services, um, is there an opportunity for them to to test stuff out? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I definitely have a heart, I think, um, for my, all my fellow stylists out <laughs> yeah. there because, um, you know, we have have been exposed to so many different products. And it's to me, it's always been um, an experience that you have to feel and you have to work with. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I would have any stylist just, just reach out to me, email me, you know, find me on social media um, and ask those questions. But something special I love to do, especially if you're not a stylist or you are and you just want the experience is I have people come into the salon. We do a whole scalp treatment. Mm-hmm. We run through all the details and then they are able to just take that home with them. Very cool. Smart uh, in terms of expanding, you know, the offering. Love that. Um, what do you view as a competitor? Um, the, I think, again, you guys are at the forefront of this sort of scalp hair care, serum, shampoo solution. Um, it's obviously very well thought through. We've mentioned that other brands are sort of now dropping some of the icky ingredients uh, as a way to keep up with indie brands like yourself. Who do you see in this landscape as being, you know, like type um, or that you keep an eye on when you're thinking about your brand? Yeah, no, it's a great question because we've definitely through all our marketing too have always, you know, been asked those questions, right? So that we can can be competitive ourselves. But, you know, I, I think it's it's mainly like to be more like generic is all the products that are clean and trying to also promote better scalp health and stuff like that. I typically don't like to shout out like this name or this name because mm-hmm. really I'm like focused and zoned in on, on you. our project. And I think once you start to go out and expand into what I don't have and what I should have, um, I think that we can learn from each other and, you know, and do the research on certain ingredients and stuff like that. But I think staying true and focusing on what our KG can produce and bring is the most important. Love that. Uh, so speaking of, Art KG in five years, are we still rocking with the same line of essentials um, and standing by those? Or are we thinking of additional innovation? Would love to to get a little bit of a spoiler from you. Oh, gosh. Um, it changes on the daily. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's a business owner response. I love that. That's honest. I think going into it, I did see that. You know, I'm surrounded by, in the salon, especially different products that have hundreds of products within their within their line. Yeah. And I like this more smaller boutique integrated mm. focused on um sometimes it, you know, it can get it can get sideways just because we think that we need an extra product like a deodorant yep. that has nothing to do with hair. And so I, I want us to focus <laughs> on that. I think more just more um ingredients that can stay clean and and better for the scalp health. But also I don't know. I um had some stuff under my under my sleeve, but I'm not. Yep, yep. Yeah, I'm not exactly true and sure what we're going to do yet. Okay, I love that. That's very honest um, and sounds like you know very true to the the whole project as it's been thus far. Experimenting, um, but only doing things that you guys stand behind, which we're very much into. Um, Kelsey, you've shared so much in in terms of insights as to how this brand came to be. Um, would love to just pick your brain a little bit more. You've mentioned you know that journey from being the salon pro behind the chair into the entrepreneur, the brand founder, someone who's coming up with all of these different products and ideas. Um, what is maybe some advice that you have for someone who's interested in making a similar leap or to go down that journey of you know. I'm going to try something out. Uh, maybe it doesn't work out. Uh, maybe it does. I- I'd love to hear if you've got some words of wisdom or or thoughts that you could share with them. Yeah, no, I love that because I think that's such an important piece to my journey and my story um, has been, I was 
the the girl who was comfortable where I was at. And so, you know, I think if you have a hard time getting out of your shell, find those people that push you a little bit, you know, mm. make yourself feel a little bit uncomfortable, even if it's a very small, tiny step. And that just stay truest to yourself, speak up, set your boundaries where they need to be. And more than anything, confidence is just going to bring you to a whole nother level. Mm. So stay true to yourself. I love that. It's very clear that clean formulation is important to you as a brand, um, but that's not necessarily something that everybody arrives at. So curious, sort of like, what was the impetus for having clean ingredients um, within your product formulations? Um, was this something that like you felt really, I don't know, essential um, or like passionately about bringing to the table? Um, because oftentimes, you know, brands are just like, I don't want to speak disparagingly. They like slap, you know, a name onto a something that's already available on the market and it's tweaked slightly with scent or with color and, and that's sort of it. Um, so genuinely curious about, you know, what was what was that like for you in terms of thinking it through to, to bring it to market? Yeah. yeah, I think you just nailed it right there on the head because there are so many products that their one thing is tweaked and there's no, you know, original um thought behind it anymore. I think my biggest thing of why I wanted, you know, to develop a clean line is because, because myself, why am I going to not, why I'm going to put something on my, that I won't put on my own self and make people, other people believe that that's going to be so great. And so I wanted to, you know, hold true to that. I, I mean, I'm all about that too, but I feel like that's the sort of opportunity that comes from starting something from scratch um, and going the indie route and building it yourself because, you know, these big corps, not that we need to look out for them, yeah. <laughs> are sort of like looking the other way where it's like, oh, well, these guys are innovating and they're doing it the right way. Maybe we can too. Um, maybe. Uh, <laughs> did want to just ask you before we get into our quick takes, um, you'd alluded to this and I met your husband partner at Cosmoprof Vegas. Um, not everybody succeeds working with a romantic partner or family. Uh, so <laughs> it sounds like things are going pretty well, which is very exciting. Um, would love to- This is gonna be good. <laughs> would love to hear from you, Kelsey. Um, what is that like division like? Um, is it possible to keep personal and professional separate or is it all together? Like benefits? Yeah. Tell me about that. You know, something I, I really, respect and love about James is that we can communicate about these things. You know, I mm. think we both know our weaknesses and our strengths. And so I'm not saying it's, it's a roller coaster. I'm not going to like sure. paint a no. picture. I love that. It's definitely put challenges in our marriage, but also, you know, I think with his other projects that he has going on too, it's so much a part of us. I don't, mm. I don't look at my business and say that's work and that's family. Like, this is who I am. And so it has to integrate into the family. But I think we're both really good at being like, I need to step back from this project right now and do some personal self-care or more family time or something like that. But it's just so much a part of who we are that it's, you know, not really work and home life. It's working together all the time. So hmm. interesting. Um always love to hear when it goes well um obviously you've alluded you know there's stuff that maybe yeah just ask me in like five years it might be different <laughs> but we've had a couple of guests that have done this really well where it's they're working with a sibling or they're working with a spouse and i mean they can make it work so all the power to to you all that they're able to do that i don't think that my my wife would kill me like there's there's no way we could 
yeah um but love to see it when it works out um <laughs> all right well before we get into our quick takes which are the questions we ask of everyone i want to give you an opportunity to plug as you just did a couple of minutes ago the socials the websites where can people find art kg please like let's let's go ahead and do that yeah no i always just you know by saying so much. I always just say, start with, go to www.artkg.com. All of our handles are at the bottom of the webpage. You can find us there. Um, we're on TikTok, um, Instagram, obviously LinkedIn and um, other couple other places. But I think by starting there, you kind of can get a little bit more introduced to the product um, from and most information from the website. Um, and then of course you can reach out via email and yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't be a stranger. Uh, easy. And we will link everything in our show notes. So listeners, you know, come on, get into that. Yeah. All right. We are going to get into our quick takes. Kelsey, these are the things we ask of all of our guests. We don't want you to think about it for too long. That's kind of the fun. Um, so the first question is, I mean, you felt like you were going to get into beauty in fourth grade. You had this realization. Um, do you remember a specific beauty or hair product that you had to have Often these are like formative things where it's like me and LA looks gel. I don't know if there was a product out there that was like, I had to have this. And if so, what was it? Um, I don't remember a specific product. I do remember like I had to have a crimper mm -hmm. and I remember the, like you couldn't put a brush to my head like the year before. Um, Mary Kay and Ashley had really stepped in at that time and it was like what they were doing with their hair, I was going to do. So it wasn't necessarily just a product, but it was like the style more than anything. Uh, that's incredible. Uh, I love all of that. And that counts. Crimping, styling, it's all <laughs> core stuff. Um, amazing. Uh, I I'm curious about this one. Are you superstitious? And if so, about what? Ooh, um... No, I wouldn't say I'm really superstitious. <laughs> I worry a lot, but I, I think that's just... <laughs> that's honest. <laughs> uh, no big deal. Uh, all right. Who would play you in a biopic of your life? Ooh. I... Dreamcasting. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. I can't. I'm, I'm trying to think. I don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> we can go back to it. Think about it. If it comes back, it comes back. If not, okay. we'll let it go. Um, what do you consider to be the ultimate comfort food? Ooh. Like a good piece of cake. Any, I mean, we need more deets. Okay. Yellow cake? I don't know. I don't know if people like yellow cake. Probably any type of cake. I, I love okay. my sweet tooth, which I, you know, you got to back off, but I yeah. love to indulge in any type of dessert, really. <laughs> That, that that feels right. Um, I feel you on that. I got a wicked sweet tooth. Um, all right. Say that you're on a deserted island and you can only bring three products. Ideally, these are not your own. We could, of oh. course, insert your own line, but, <laughs> but let's have more fun with it. Okay. What are other things that you might be bringing with you on said deserted island? What are some other essentials? Does it have to be hair products? Nope. And I will just say, Food is good. Like you don't have to worry about. You're not going to starve on this island. Shelter, water, everything is accounted for. We really just need to know what other products are you using. We're product junkies on this podcast. Yeah, I have traveled to a lot of different countries and to a lot of different places. And I'm going to be honest, my bag is pretty light every time. And so, okay, I don't 
But I don't, I'm not the one that needs to grab my mascara. I don't need the, I don't need, um, I mean, maybe some vitamins, you know, some of those. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm traveling light. Like I like to just be natural and whatever happens. <laughs> okay. Vibes. You're packing vibes and we're all yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, love Good that. Yeah. Good energy. That's the most important thing anyway. Yeah. Kelsey, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Before we let you go, one last time, could you just remind everybody where they can find you, where they can find RKG, please? Um, and again, we'll include this in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. So www.rkg.com. Um, we are found on Amazon, um, TikTok, Instagram, yeah, LinkedIn. So go to our webpage. You'll you'll find all the links on there. And yeah, I'm so excited. I hope you all um, get to try a little bit of some runny poo in your lifetime. <laughs> and that's the pull quote. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, really, this was a pleasure. I'm so glad that I now have a better understanding of what runny poo is all about. Yeah, no, I'm so glad we got to meet and um, that that it worked. It worked for you and it yeah. drew some attention. So a pleasure being on your show. Thank you so much, guys. All right, Jeff, the passion. Woo, it was there. Inner artist. I'm so, I mean, again, the, uh, what a combo. Um, for sure. Kelsey was so open and lovely in terms of expressing how this brand came to be. And again, I love the partnership between her husband and her business partner. Like, it's so, it's so lovely. I love when good things happen to good people. Same. Be sure to hit subscribe, rate, and review, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tease and sending questions to volume up at thetease.com. Volume Up is a Tease Media production. This episode was produced by Monica Hickey and Madeline Hickey. Brian Daly is our editor and audio engineer. Thank you to Josh Landowski and Nathan Folks for the custom Volume Up theme song. And thank you to our creative team for putting together the graphics for this episode. 